a flurry of moves for the Minnesota Wild ahead of the deadline with more to come. We recap the acquisition of Marc-Andre Fleury. We talk about Jacob Middleton as well as a mystery trade still in the works for the Minnesota Wild. All in all, not a bad deadline day. We wrap it up live here on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to a special live edition of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's trade deadline recap episode of Locked On Wild, we take a look at the Marc-Andre Fleury trade. We talk Jacob Middleton as well. We look at some of the moves made by other teams in the Central Division and where things are at with the Wild, who are very clearly all in for the rest of the season. Plus, we'll wait and see what happens with this other trade that inevitably is going to break at some point during this episode. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, your veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota Wild teams through thick and thin and now fully vested in the Minnesota Wild here uh, this season. So happy to be along with you. A special trade deadline edition of the Locked on Wild podcast. And I uh, should mention as well, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. We're going to get right to it because uh, there are going to be uh, some other things going on here. Uh, throughout the course of this, of this episode, of course, Michael Russo tweeting out that the Wild have another trade in the works. And so uh, I am going to be uh, working the phones um, to just try to see what it is. And so uh, bear with me here because, you know, we're, we're trying to get as much information as we can here to today's show. So let's let's start first and foremost by talking about Marc-Andre Fleury, because I have been pretty against the move uh, coming into today. That's no secret. Any previous episodes of Locked on Wild that you uh, may have listened to, uh, I just I didn't view it as a true upgrade for this team. You know, it, it was it seemed like a percentage points upgrade for this team over Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen. Now with the trade today. Here is what I think Bill Guerin is looking at for this move. So obviously the trade for those that are getting caught up to speed, Marc-Andre Fleury to the Minnesota Wild for a second round pick, a conditional second round pick that becomes a first round pick if the Wild make it to the Western Conference Finals or if Fleury wins four games in the uh, first two rounds of the playoffs. And obviously the hope is that uh, both of those things will happen for the wild. And so looks like it's going to be a first round pick a little steep for my liking, but here is, here's what Bill Guerin's thought process is. 
very clearly he views Marc-Andre Fleury as an upgrade, not only for postseason experience, but we've gone back and forth as to if Fleury's issues and if the issues for Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen are more on the defense or more on them. Bill Guerin pulling the trigger on Marc-Andre Fleury says that he views a lot of Fleury's stats being inflated um, as a result of the Blackhawks' defense in front of him and views that Fleury is going to put up better numbers here with the defense that the Wild have assembled. So he's looking at the two pieces of the puzzle as for the Wild, good defense, not so great goaltending. He's looking at Chicago having a uh, good goaltending, bad defense, and viewing that he can just put those puzzle pieces together and uh, it will improve this wild goaltending. Now, the wild didn't stand pat on the defensive front either. So there obviously um, have been some, uh, some moves made, at least one move so far. Uh, another one, uh, it sounds like, is coming. And so uh, the Wild have improved their defense as well. And they've improved a very critical area, I think, for this team's success, which is the physicality and the size. Nick Delorier, physicality and size. Jacob Middleton, physicality and size. And so Bill Guerin buying as well on the fact that the team in front of Marc-Andre Fleury will not be the same team that was in front of Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen. I, I don't know how tangible you can put, you know, the whole get a jolt from being moved to a playoff team. I don't know if that's something that you can tangibly say is a factor, but it certainly could prove to be here with Flurry playing with a Chicago team that was going nowhere uh, and now being able to go to a Minnesota Wild team that's currently one point out of second place in the Central Division behind a St. Louis Blues team that did not do a whole heck of a lot at the deadline, at least as far as I've seen. There are going to be a ton of trades that filter in um, as the uh, the deadline officially has passed. And so don't be surprised. We'll probably have another episode just purely recapping uh, what happens uh, for most of the NHL tonight into tomorrow. But what we know right now, Bill Guerin has put all of his chips into the middle of the table and is banking on Marc-Andre Fleury being better here behind this wild defense than he was in Chicago. And if that's the case, that is definitely worth the price tag. If he bounces back and he puts up good numbers here and he pushes this wild team to a level that they were at pre-COVID and pre-injuries, uh, if he pushes them back to that level, then this wild team becomes a factor again in the Western Conference. And I, I am going to give Bill Guerin credit because he did address one of the big weaknesses. He addressed all of the weaknesses pretty much uh, heading into this trade deadline. But goaltending was certainly a concern for this team and really no better way to address it than to bring somebody else in that is 
in need of a change of scenery and uh, could benefit by playing behind this wild defense. So I, I initially was thinking the price was too high, but I, um, I'm, I'm okay with the move. I, I think it's going to, um, I think it's going to pay off for this team and uh, Flurry is going to do well here. He's a great teammate, and so I think he's going to fit in just fine. Now, the ripple effect for this, uh, just in kind of closing the Flurry portion of today's show, the ripple effect for this is that Capo Kakinen is out of the equation. He is in San Jose now, and so there's no question marks as to if he is going to resign with this team as being a... Um, a restricted free agent heading into the offseason. He's no longer in the plans for this uh, this wild team at goalie. And so it's going to be a fascinating discussion to be had about what happens with the goalie position in the offseason. We know it's Flurry and Talbot for now, uh, but uh, there's certainly going to be some interesting discussions to be had about the um, the wild goalie position down the stretch let's pause briefly and uh, when we come back we'll talk about how the wild have addressed arguably their biggest weakness that being size and physicality as we continue today's live trade deadline reaction episode of locked on wild after this our next partner has a product that i have started to use literally every day that of course is athletic greens and i started taking athletic greens because it's just normal vitamins and supplements were just too much of a hassle in the morning. You're getting up late and uh, you're trying to get to work on time. Nobody has time to just sit and you know pour out the uh, pour out the daily supplement, the daily vitamins. And so Athletic Greens has really turned around the process. Just one scoop of their AG1 gives you 75 high quality vitamins, minerals whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, literally everything you would want. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you need. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's live episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. And uh, thank you for taking time here live today to uh, look at, uh, to watch our live trade deadline reaction show. Reminder, we will, of course, have the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast live at 2.30 to recap all the moves throughout the NHL. So make sure to check out the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast as well. 
and we'll have full breakdowns, full recaps of everything that happened with the Wild here uh, at the trade deadline tonight and throughout the rest of the week as well. Let's move to the the hard-hitting portion of the trade deadline for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, A couple of moves made to... um, address the size and the physicality of this team. And uh, the Wild have certainly done that by first acquiring Nick Delorier from the Anaheim Ducks. Having had a chance to hear Delorier talk, I, uh, I love the move because I think he's going to be a perfect fit. I equate him to Mr. Larson from Happy Gilmore in that he is just, he is hell-bent on destruction when he's out on the ice. And for a team that is going to rely heavily on the grief line to be out on the ice, this is going to take a lot of pressure off of Marcus Foligno to not have to retaliate every time somebody on the wild roster is uh, thrown to the ice, hit hard, whatever it may be. Nick Delorier is going to come out and finish things very quickly and he'll be the one to uh, to sit in the box and to uh, to take some of those penalties uh, for the wild so you got him added with Brandon Duhame on that bottom line that is also going to be that's going to be your fight your fight tandem fight night if you would like to call it that that might be what I call that line I don't know yet but Delorier Size and physicality is his game. And now Jacob Middleton acquired today for uh, Capo Kakinen. Middleton comes in at uh, six foot three and is a player that he, he does a lot of good things defensively. You know, he hasn't played a ton at the NHL level, but um, in just listening to and looking at some of the reaction from the San Jose Sharks and uh, Locked On Sharks, especially. Um, a great guy in the uh, in the clubhouse and uh, somebody who I think is going to fit in perfectly with this team. He also is a penalty minutes guy. He also he blocks shots. He uh, he levies a lot of hits. And so Bill Guerin single handedly looking at two areas of concern, size and physicality and adding guys that are going to immediately impact Uh, both the offense and the defense. Now, we talked about it a little bit because the Delorier trade obviously happening over the weekend. It looks like your fourth line is going to be um, Duhame, Jost, and Delorier. That seems pretty set. So Nick Bukestad will probably be your 13th forward, playing a pinch if needed. The fascinating thing is, what does this do for the Minnesota Wilds' decor by getting Middleton? Uh, Alex McLeddy, who uh, appears on the show regularly, had suggested that maybe John Merrill become the uh, defenseman that is the odd man out. Uh, and you put Middleton into the lineup and try to uh, try to give Dmitry Kulikov a little help by, by slotting Middleton in. Um, maybe with Jared Spurgeon and uh, by just moving everybody down a little bit of a uh, moving everybody down a peg 
just to uh, to try to even out some of those D pairings. And I'm actually just I'm gonna just cite his tweet directly: Middleton and Spurgeon, Brodine and Dumba, and Goligoski and Kulikov. Um, I, I would be very very much okay with that. And you know, for John Merrill, unfortunate uh, victim of circumstance. Uh, the Wild obviously wanted to address the uh, the physicality for this team, and they have. And so somebody is going to be the, the odd man out. And as for Jordy Ben, I, I I think he just gets waived at this point. I mean, yes, he's a bigger player, but he really can't bring you anything on the ice other than just being physical and um, doing helping out on the penalty kill. But Middleton... And Delorier do that already. So I think it's going to just be, um, I think it's going to probably be Merrill, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised either if Jordy Ben ends up uh, getting waived and this team brings in somebody else to be uh, a depth defenseman. Would have liked to have seen Justin Braun, but uh, he ended up going to the New York Rangers for a third round pick. So. At the end of the day, I do. I like the Middleton move, and uh, I am really uh, okay. As Justin points out, uh, Ben can sit on the depth chart with minimal cap hit. So in that case, yeah, if if they don't make if they don't make a further move uh, on the defense, then yeah, just just hang, just let him hang out. If you need him in a pinch, um, then you can bring him up. But I, I do really like that Bill Guerin addressed the weaknesses on this team. He clearly identified what the problems were with this roster and size and physicality. And he brought in size and physicality. And so I think I've seen some, uh, some national experts who have pointed to the fact that this is going to make the wild a problem in the playoffs. I certainly hope so. Um, it, it just, it's nice to, after so many years of seeing maybe one acquisition, maybe one move to uh, try to help the team. It's nice to see somebody who is aggressive and acts with intent in Bill Guerin. He he makes moves because he believes that they will fix and help the roster. And if it's something that he wants to get, he's going to go get it regardless of the cost. I, I think that's a change of pace from what we've seen from Chuck Fletcher over the uh, over his tenure with the Wilds. And so it's it's refreshing to see Bill Guerin be an aggressive GM. Yes, in most cases, it would be nice to see assets play out as opposed to trading them away. But at the end of the day, Bill Guerin has shown more um, aggression and intent with the moves that he's made than... Uh, really any of the GMs that the Wild have previously had. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt regardless. We are still waiting to see what this mystery trade is for the uh, Minnesota Wild. Um, with my luck, it's going to happen after the episode is done. And uh, so if that's the case, we'll, uh, we'll recap it here uh, tonight. 
into tomorrow. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's it's going to take a while to get everything uh, sorted out um, after the deadline. So we'll uh, we'll see if we can get that to you here before we uh, sign off for the day. But uh, as of now, uh, a a very good deadline for the Minnesota Wild. How does it compare to what other teams throughout the Central Division have done? We will finish today's live episode of Locked on Wilds after this discussing just that. The NCAA tournament is in full swing. Your bracket is probably toast, just like mine. But if there is one spot that can help you still make the most of the NCAA tournament, it is Bet Online. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports, betting needs, and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find it all at Bet Online, where the game starts. Spring is here, and it's time for you to spring into eating a little better. And if you're trying to get that journey going, Built Bar is here to help. If you haven't tried their puffs, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein, and Puffs are also in that same category. Compare that to your favorite candy bar, which is at a 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. If you want to get in on the Built Bar mania, head to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild and uh, looking at the NHL trade deadline, we are waiting for whatever this final trade is for the Minnesota Wild. Michael Russo mentioning that the Wild do have another trade in them. and. For those that are wondering what's taking so long, every trade that happens through um, any sport has to be approved and and run past the league office to be processed. And so, obviously, they had a bevy of phone calls right before the deadline. Um, and so, it's, it's going to take a little bit to uh, sort things out, but Russo, at least, confident enough to uh, to mention that there is a, another trade that uh, is coming in for the Wild. So uh, if you see me continually scrolling down and looking down at uh, at my phone, it's for that exact reason. So we talked about the things that the Wild did at the deadline. Whatever this other move ends up being, we'll add that to it. But how have the other teams in the central division done what have they done to uh, try to add to their current hold as in the uh, chicago blackhawks uh, colorado avalanche 
Chicago has sold, obviously. But what have the teams like the Avalanche done to increase their um, increase their standing and to uh, to try to match up against the Eastern Conference, which is an absolute monster this year. Uh, Ricard Raquel, it sounds like, is headed to the Pittsburgh Penguins, which is a big one. Uh, he was a name that uh, could have potentially uh, been a target for the Minnesota Wild. But uh, just looking at some of the other moves, uh, the St. Louis Blues, that was the big one I was keeping an eye on uh, in a team that is scuffling, to say the least. Their goaltending hasn't been great, and uh, they are just one point ahead of the Minnesota Wild for second in the Central Division. Uh, They did make one move today that was acquiring Nick Letty and uh, Luke Witkowski from the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, a couple of prospects in a 2023 second round pick uh, being sent back to Detroit. So some defensive help for the Blues. Now for Colorado, they have made a couple of minor trades to address their um, their bottom six. And uh, Nashville has uh, has also made a couple of depth moves to uh, to bolster their hashtag depth. Uh, here before the deadline as well. Uh, not really a whole lot in the way of big trades for uh, for the teams in front of the Wild. The big one, obviously, is the Avalanche missing out on Claude Giroux. Now, do they need him? Maybe, maybe not. They, uh, they're still a really, really good team out there uh, in Colorado. And so maybe they don't end up needing his services. But I think for the Avalanche, the other one besides swinging and missing is the Nico Sturm trade. And by all accounts, Sturm has has started to really um, endear himself already to Avalanche fans. So it's uh, it's going to be fascinating to see you know how these moves settle in. I, I think it's safe to say that. The Wild have done enough here at the deadline that any concerns about the way in which they were losing games to, say, the Nashville Predators, the Dallas Stars, I think they're going to have a little bit better time with those teams. And as for St. Louis, you know, it it is telling that um, a team like that who looked like they're in need of a little bit of assistance to kind of get them back above water. It is telling that um, they didn't really do anything uh, at the deadline. And now um, Dallas acquiring another goalie, which is something. Um, looks like, as uh, as Goose is mentioning in the comments, the Stars also acquiring Vladislav Nemetsnikov uh, for a fourth-round pick. So the Stars making a few moves, but Dallas is Dallas is on the wrong end of this in terms of playoff positioning. Uh, the Wild certainly in the mix very much. I think the Wild did the best job of any of the teams in the Central at um, at addressing needs. And, uh, and giving themselves a roster that's going to really be a problem. So I think 
I think Bill Guerin could kind of sense that too, in that this was a real opportunity for this team to make a couple of, of trades that would really push this team closer to where they need to be. And uh, so kudos to Guerin for going for it. And I think with this roster, it the biggest things that I want to see now that the trade deadline is finished is what this other trade is for one, but uh, also just want to see does Marc-Andre Fleury become like the de facto number one and Talbot ends up getting pushed to the backup or how does this, how do the splits look at the goalie position? Uh, also, you know, want to see how some of these line combinations, especially on defense, what that looks like. And uh, a few other things just to uh, just to see the spark that this gives this roster, um, which, you know, had that two and eight stretch over 10 games in which they, they really looked like they were starting to take on water and uh, had everybody, including myself, wondering if they would be able to get back into the mix. And Bill Guerin saying here at the deadline, we got you. We'll get you a little help, and we'll uh, we'll get this thing back on track. So, all in all, a great deadline for the Minnesota Wild, um, acquiring some much needed size, some much needed punch in the lineup, both on offense and defense, and of course, getting Mark Andre Fleury to uh, put between the pipes. All in all, not a bad deadline at all. The final move of the day was hoping to be able to break it here uh, live on this episode, but uh, I guess that just means we're going to have to do another episode later tonight that uh, that will play uh, to recap the move. So uh, that is going to wrap up our trade deadline recap for the Minnesota Wilds. Uh, so now that your first listen of the day is done, well, this is your second listen if you're listening to Locked on Wild. We've got a preview of tonight's matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights that will be dropping here relatively soon. So make sure to check that out as well as the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast for a full recap of everything going on throughout the NHL uh, in terms of trades here today. Make sure that you're following along with Locked On Wild. We've had a ton of new subscribers here recently, so hit that subscribe button if you have not already and uh, follow us along with Uh, The ride the rest of the way will keep you up to date every single day with new wild information and anything that uh, pops up here the rest of the year. Also, make sure to follow us on social media. You can um, follow us on Lockdown Wild on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you uh, are on social media. We are, too, all trying to keep you as up to date as possible on your favorite Minnesota hockey team. If a puck, if news, if a trade drops at any point, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as parts of the Locked On Podcast Network.